May I share with you a prophetic word for 2021? The word is renewal. In 2 Corinthians 4 verse 16 speaks of the Holy Spirit inwardly renewing us day by day. We've been going through such testing times over this past year and even still now with loss of life, loss of livelihood, so much disruption to daily life. It would be understandable if your only hope for 2021 was just to get back to normal. Now God is a God who sustains us in the ordinary, the common grace of God. But God longs to break through with the extraordinary. Habakkuk, that ancient prophet, when they were going through such testing times, this was his prayer. O oh Lord, I have heard of your fame. I stand in awe of your deeds. O oh Lord, renew them in our day and in our time, make them known. My prayer for 2021 is to see that extraordinary breakthrough, those awesome deeds of God. Revival, renewal, all that our world and society has been going through, yet somehow this to be a time of breakthrough, of renewal. It's not just about getting back to busyness and activity, not just about doing, but being renewed daily by the Holy Spirit. Those daily rhythms of life, this is where prayer is so key. And as we focus on prayer, we want to sense that renewing that comes. As Isaiah 40 says that those that wait upon the Lord, they will renew their strength. To wait upon him with a sense of hope and expectancy for that breakthrough, that extraordinary sense of God at work in our world, in our lives. It's about a new perspective, having been through lockdown and our limited closed worlds, to sense what it is to rise with wings like an eagle, to sense that divine perspective on our lives, on our world, on our society, to see God breaking through by his spirit. Titus 3 speaks of renewal by the Holy Spirit, who God has so generously poured out upon. God longs to bring that new renewal, body, mind, and spirit. A time of COVID where there's been so much challenge to mental health. Even now, for many of you listening, there may be fears and worries and anxieties. Romans 12 verse 2 speaks of that. Transforming by the renewing of your mind. Let's pray, Heavenly Father, for this year of 2021, bring to each of us here now, listening, that renewal of the Holy Spirit, that daily inner renewing. Lord, teach us to pray, to wait upon you, to renew our strength. Begin that today, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. The reading is taken from Nehemiah and it is part of chapters 1 and 2. The words of Nehemiah, son of Hakaliah. In the month of Kislev, in the twentieth year, while I was in the citadel of Susa, Hanani, one of my brothers, came from Judah with some other men, and I questioned them about the Jewish remnant that had survived the exile 
and also about Jerusalem. They said to me, those who survived the exile and are back in the province are in great trouble and disgrace. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down and its gates have been burned with fire. When I heard these things, I sat down and wept. For some days I mourned and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of this your servant and to the prayer of your servants who delight in revering your name. Give your servant success today by granting him favour in the presence of this man. I was cupbearer to the king. In the month of Nisan, in the 20th year of King Artaxerxes, when wine was brought for him, I took the wine and gave it to the king. I had, I had not been sad in his presence before, so the king asked me, Why does your face look so sad when you are not ill? This can bring nothing but sadness of heart. I was very much afraid. But I said to the king, May the king live forever. Why should my face not look sad when the city where my ancestors are buried lies in ruins and its gates have been destroyed by fire? The king said to me, What is it that you want? Then I prayed to the God of heaven and I answered the king. If it pleases the king and if your servant has found favour in his sight, let him send me to the city of Judah, where my ancestors are buried, so that I can rebuild it. I went to Jerusalem, and after staying there three days, I set out during the night with a few others. I had not told anyone what my God had put in my heart to do for Jerusalem. There were no mounts with me except the one that I was riding on. Then I said to them, you see the trouble we're in. Jerusalem lies in ruins and its gates have been burned with fire. Come, let us rebuild the walls of Jerusalem and we will no longer be in disgrace. I also told them about the gracious hand of my God on me and what the king had said to me. And they replied, let us start rebuilding. So they began this good work. We love praying for you. And it's a real joy to be sharing with you this morning on breakthrough in prayer. So often our prayers are hindered because we simply don't trust God or because of our self-sufficiency we feel we can manage ourselves or even pride. I want to do it my way. But here are three keys to breakthrough in prayer. All of them are found in Nehemiah's book. The first is persisting in prayer. The second is promptings in prayer. And the third is perspective in prayer. Nehemiah chapter 1, persisting in prayer. In verse 4, we have the background story of where Nehemiah is in captivity and a messenger arrives from his home city of Jerusalem and brings such sad news. The walls are broken down. The gates are burned. This is his home city. He's heartbroken. He's so sad. What do you do when you get sad news? What do you do when you face those kind of overwhelming circumstances? 
for Nehemiah, the first leader, is what he prayed. And not just a momentary prayer, he persisted in prayer. He says that with weeping and fasting, over many days he prays day and night. It's like a week of prayer and fasting. He's persisting in prayer. And eventually, when you come to verse 11, he's about to go on back on duty serving the king. And he just prays that prayer, oh God, give me success now, Lord. What does it mean to persist in prayer and see sometimes those impossible situations break through? You know, just before Christmas, I met a couple that we know and love dearly and have prayed much for. They were looking very sad, like Nehemiah. There was a sense of tiredness and weariness. And they said, you know, Rob, uh, for the wife, she's been suffering with severe migraines, debilitating, in bed for days. And, and over the years, she's suffered like this. And then she said, you know, the best present I could have for Christmas would be to have a migraine-free Christmas. She said, for the last 12 years, every Christmas, I've gone down with severe migraine. And as she said that, I felt God stirring in my heart to persist in prayer. I prayed often for them. But now I felt a fresh stirring. That was two weeks before Christmas. And so every day, every day, those two weeks, I remember praying. And as I prayed, I felt a growing conviction and sense that God was going to give success and breakthrough and holding on in prayer for that breakthrough. On Boxing Day, I received a message from the couple to say, to let you know God's answered prayer. For the first time since 2008, I've had a migraine-free Christmas. And what's more, I need to let you know that my birthday is on Christmas Day. For the first time for 12 years, I've enjoyed my birthday. There's something about persisting in prayer, holding on. When sometimes you feel discouraged and haven't yet seen the answer to your prayer, but what is it to persist in prayer? But there can be times where we don't have the chance to persist in prayer. We're faced with an instant situation. We need to see there and then God break through. We haven't time for days and weeks of prayer. And so it was with Nehemiah. As he goes back on duty with the king, as he comes before the king, his eyes most like still puffy from where he'd been weeping. And feeling so tired and weary, you could see it in his face as day and night he'd been praying. And the king recognises it and says to him, what's wrong? This is a sadness of heart. And Nehemiah rather hesitantly, because you never talk about yourself. The king says, you know, my home city where my fathers are buried is in ruins. The walls broken down, the gates are burned. And then the king says to him, in an amazing way, he could have just dismissed him. What can I do for you? Now, Nehemiah may have wanted days to think about that, and he, but he didn't have time. It was just a moment. And in that moment, he felt a prompting of God's spirit to pray. You see, I haven't got time to. The king's just asking, wait for an answer. But it says this. As the king asked the question, Nehemiah prayed to the God of heaven. That's in chapter 2 and verse 4. And then he answered the king. 
sometimes even in the saddest situations, the harder situations. God knows it's difficult for us to persist, but he just gives that prompting in prayer, that momentary prompting when you felt God stir us in a particular way to reach out in prayer. You know, just last Saturday, I had one of those situations, a really sad situation, heartbreaking, and yet a prompting of God's Spirit. It was a dear couple that some of you will know here, dear John and Rona, who moved from Bristol to Dorset some while ago now, but then Rona fell ill. Over many months she's been very ill, very confused, no mobility. John did everything he could to care for her, often without the normal circle of friends and family around him, but day and night he'd be caring with all the incontinence and the challenges of confusion. And eventually she had to go into hospital. And even there it was difficult. And then into palliative care. And she's become increasingly frail. We prayed for them every day, been in touch with them each week to encourage and, and to encourage John, particularly in these difficult times. Then last Saturday morning, as I'm praying, I felt in the midst of that sadness of heart, a prompting of God's Spirit. I felt this was the moment. It was almost if I could feel heaven calling. I felt God saying, he was going to now free Rona from pain, anxiety and suffering and he was calling her now to a far better place. I began an email to John, not easy to know how best to express but just to say John, I'm especially praying now for Rona to be free from pain and anxiety and suffering. I sense now, as you await that call to a place that's far better, and I pressed send. Later as I looked at the top of the email sent, it said it was at 9.58am last Saturday morning. Later that day, a text comes from John to say, Dear Robin Pan, just to let you know that Rona went to be with the Lord this morning at 10 a.m. That very moment. And while I felt the sadness and heartache of losing such a dear, faithful friend, I also felt that strange inner assurance that this was God's timing. So I send a message to John again to say, John, look at the note at the top of that email, the time it was sent, and just shared in that prompting of God's spirit, and that sense of reassurance of God's timing. He messaged back to say, what an encouragement that was. Sometimes you feel, could I have done more, could I have done this, but to know this was God's timing. That breakthrough in prayer, those promptings, those moments of God's Spirit prompting. And finally, that perspective in prayer. For Nehemiah, God gave him that success which he prayed. And the king allowed him to return to Jerusalem.
in fact, enabled him with the resources to be able to eventually rebuild the city. When he gets there, it's in absolute ruins. In chapter 2, we read this amazing words where it says, as he looked around the city to see the extent of the damage, but he told no one what God had put into his heart. As he was praying, God had given him a fresh perspective. God had put into his heart what he wanted him to do. And there's that amazing sense of where prayer can give us fresh perspective. I've been feeling stirred about God's word, prophetic word for this year, that word renewal. And one of the scriptures that's been on my heart has been Isaiah 40, that those who wait upon the Lord, as we wait upon him in prayer, as we have that expectation, hope in prayer, he will renew our strength. So we mount up with wings like eagles, and we run and we don't get weary, we walk, we don't faint. And sometimes we're surrounded by challenging circumstances, real difficulties and heartache around us, and it presses in so much it leaves us very blinkered. We can't see beyond the immediate sin. We can't see any way out. We can't see any way through. But breakthrough in prayer is where God gives us a fresh perspective. He lifts us above the situation, above the crowding circumstances, above the pressures, and enables us like winged like an eagle to see it from God's perspective. Many years ago, when the children were much younger, we took Greg with us, his little boy, down to the sales, and uh, the crowds were there as they crowded into the store, and we were among them all with elbows and handbags pushing everywhere, and one time we, we lost sight of Greg, and we really were concerned because, in fact, we couldn't see him anywhere, and because he was so, you know, much shorter than the counter, you couldn't see over the counter, and from our perspective, it all seemed so bleak and so confusing, and, and then I looked up, and there was a store CTV camera and screen right above on the ceiling. And as I looked up, I could see Greg. In fact, he was next to the sock counter just over the way there. And within a short time, I was able to get to find him. What made the difference was a new perspective. Being able to rise above the circumstances. Whatever you may be facing today, discouragements in prayer, struggling because of seeming unanswered prayer what does it mean to persist what does it mean to see that breakthrough what is it for you today just to be open even in your saddest moments and hardest moments most discouraged and difficult moments to be open to that prompting of god's spirit what is it to see breakthrough through a fresh perspective somehow at the moment there seems no way through everything's crowding in around you what would it mean just to lift your eyes to sense God enabling you to rise like wings like an eagle and just to see from God's perspective let's pray Heavenly Father grant to each one of us today breakthrough in prayer Breakthrough in persistence in prayer. Breakthrough in prompting in prayer. Breakthrough with a fresh perspective in prayer. In the lovely name of our Lord Jesus Christ.